0: Hello, this is Seth Gecko. You are now tuning in to the world-infamous Whiskey Sick Podcast hosted by Seth Gecko, also known as Moody Motherfucking Hank. This is episode number 78. Please hit them with that theme music.
1: Up. Got the chalk, got the draw Outlines for these ladies, I'm about to slay Got my cape on with some napalm, shots of days gone Then the game's on, what you play, huh? Hard to get, awfully wet for all that dry hate Looking my way while your eyes say You and I may Get off like a bright lane, but I might strain Pull up lane with a migraine I'm a wrench to that ratchet bitch a bench For the acid offense with a ladder get up on it I said a wrench to that ratchet bitch a bench For the acid offense with a ladder get up on it Hello miss, like what's your name? Such a shame, you don't drink, who's to blame? Cause I'm buying like I'm Cosby in the lobby of an AA Meeting on a payday, we can make it rain Even on a sunny day, what you say? You and I could run away, meet up when you drop that molly off, love like that chicken molotov While she's on the side, hating faded lane On the pavement, wasting all of my patience Come on, you gotta go, go ahead, put your bad self You gotta get up I think, but I ask now Come on and get up On the land, my hands out You gotta get up Do step, got to make down Motherfucker, get up Go ahead, put your bad self You gotta get up I think, but I ask now Come on and get up On the land, my hands out You gotta get up Do step, got to make down Why don't you get up? Don't worry don't worry, I'm not going to do what everyone
0: thinks I'm going to do, flip out, man. Whiskey Sick Podcast, episode number 78, all up in your motherfucking ass. Let's get right into this shit. Fuck all the introductions. Fuck all that nonsense. I'm not going to do what everyone thinks I'm going to do, and flip out, because Lonzo Ball is a motherfucking New Orleans Pelican. If you've listened to the podcast over the years, I have been a champion, a strong champion, against the uh, Basura, the the Garbino, Garbage, the trash, uh, that is known as Lonzo Ball. Before the draft, I said he was trash. Uh, During the draft, I said he was trash. And every day since the draft, I've said he is trash. And now, he is a member of my team, the New Orleans Pelicans. And I probably happen to be me, Seth Gecko, the only New Orleans Pelicans fan that you know. And I know you don't know me personally, but you t- tune into the show, and I appreciate that. So I feel like we know each other. And and you probably don't know anybody who's ever rooted, or you probably don't even know what the fuck a Pelican is to begin with, much less root for the motherfucking team. Uh, we've come up big. It- it- it's it's been uh you know um. Documented, well documented. I picked the uh, New Orleans Pelicans to win the motherfucking NBA Finals at the beginning of the year when they started out four and zero, and before the beginning of the year because we swept the Blazers and I thought it was double K. Okay, fast forward, then AD held my ha- my my franchise fucking uh, uh, fucking hostage like a Samuel L. Jackson motherfucking movie. He fucking destroyed us. Uh, he got he got he got mixed in with that that boy that's known as LeBron James and and and. Uh, just sabotage both teams. Bron Bron threw all his homies under the motherfucking uh, the fucking bus, the fucking tractor trailer, the motherfucking semi truck, whatever the fuck you wanna say. He threw them all under that bitch and paved the fucking road over them. Uh, he said, "Fuck you. Uh, I want this dude, and all y'all are trash, and In- including you, motherfucking Kyle Kuzma. You were on the motherfucking trading block before you got that number four pick. Before the Lakers came up on that number four pick." And all the while, I've maintained, uh, I thought Magic Johnson was a complete uh, uh, baffoon uh, moron uh, when he was talking about putting Lonzo Ball's uh, jersey up in the rafters and shit. I was like, this dude's, this motherfucker, it, it, he's got a 7th grade. He literally shoots like I shot in 7th fucking grade. He's got 7th grade jump shots and shoots free throws like Shaq in his prime when Shaq was missing more free throws than any motherfucker in the history of the game. This motherfucker shoots 40% from a free throw. 40 fucking percent. Grew up playing basketball. He's a guard that shoots 40 percent. What does that fucking tell you? Uh, can't stay on the motherfucking field. He's missed over, uh, I think, like 70 games in two years. Think about that shit. But I'm chilling. You know why? Because I'm. Uh, this is going to be a bold, bold prediction. You know, coming off the NBA Finals, I'm, this is a bold prediction podcast today. I'm making bold predictions today. I'm going to say right now, Lonzo Ball... Never. This is why I'm staying calm, I'm Mr. Jim Brewer, uh, Mr. Half-Baked. This is why I'm staying calm. This is why I'm not going to do what everybody thinks I'm going to do and flip the fuck out because now I have Lonzo Ball. Because I don't think uh, 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 that this fool, Lonzo Ball, is ever going to actually wear a Pelicans jersey. I think he gets traded on draft night. Not the night after, the night before, give or take around draft night, uh, draft night. They're always talking about shipping his bitch ass. Uh, maybe we get Markin in. Uh, maybe we get Levine from Chicago. So it's been it's been out there. We got the number four overall pick. We could shop that around. We could package it with Lonzo. We can get us an- another also. The Pelicans, the Pelicans, are going to the NBA Finals next year, and the Pelicans are going to be NBA champions. They're going to. Here we go again This ain't deja vu Motherfuckers This ain't episode uh, of 52 again This is This is 2000 This is This is early morning shit This is 1014 AM Western Dago bitch California time And I'm saying it again The Pelicans are gonna come up big We're gonna Either we take uh, 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 Jared Culver From Texas A&M With the fourth overall pick Including Zion Williamson We get two top picks Or we're trading that Number four pick And we're getting something big Something juicy And then we're pairing that with with Brandon Ingram coming on strong. I'm not a big Brandon Ingram fan either. Look, I don't think the players we got were very good. Uh, um, uh, Hart, Josh Hart can play. That's a good bench player. I'll take him. And we got three first-round picks from these Fools. So whatever Griffin could switch this into, the Pelicans are coming out big. Why? Because either way, we're coming out with Zion, and we didn't have anything. Anything we got for AD is all bonus. It's all cherries on top because he wasn't coming back. He wasn't ever going to play. So we got a whole bunch of shit. The only thing we couldn't get was Kyle Kuzma. We could have got Kyle Kuzma if we did the draft back in in March or whatever it was, but they didn't have the number four pick then. So basically, we just swapped. We Uh, we weren't getting Kuzma, so we took their fourth round pick. If they didn't have the fourth round overall pick, Kyle Kuzma would be moving his bitch ass uh, to New Orleans, but uh, he got lucky that they got the number four pick. So it's either Kuzma or the fourth pick. We'll take the fourth pick. We're going to turn that into probably a player way better than Kyle Kuzma. Um... I know everybody's swinging, swinging, bungee jumping from a motherfuckers' dick. Uh, I, I don't see it. He's all right. He's cool. He's whatever. Um, with AD, they don't got nobody to play the point. They still don't have shooters. Uh, Kawhi Leonard isn't fucking going there. Uh, Jimmy Butler isn't fucking going there. Uh, homie from. Uh, 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 I forget the motherfuckers' name. Uh, I always do that. Listen, I just re-upped today. Not today. Yesterday. Uh, got me some fucking super danks, um, got me some shit from Africa, strain from Africa, uh, Zaldelf Del, Delphica. I, I don't even remember. It it it's some shit. And your and your boy, uh, I'm zipped. I'm zipped up. It is what it is. It's Dago Dago bitch. California time, and and I'm I'm high as a motherfucker. So you know, bear with me this morning. Bear with me. Um, little triple chant by the way. Uh, happy Father's Day to all the homies. Father's Day was yesterday. Uh, it celebrated my my first. Um, this is a, a huge uh, tangent I'm going off on right here, but bear with me. Triple Champs chilling. He's taking a little Niz app right now. Uh, we had a great day yesterday. So um, back to the matter at hand. Kemba fucking Walker. Kemba Walker is who I was uh, trying to think of. Uh, he ain't going to. He's already said he wants to stay in, in Charlotte. Maybe he goes to the Lakers. I don't give a fuck who they get. The Lakers ain't shit, and I'm going to tell you another. Uh, bold prediction number two. The Lakers aren't going to the playoffs next year. What? I said that last year when Bron came, and what happened? I said that on motherfucking wax. I had an abomination of a pick with the Pelicans winning the NBA Finals, and I had gold when I said that the, the, the Lakers wouldn't make the playoffs with LeBron James, and here I am, deja vu, making the same predictions again. It's a wheel. This is a wheel, motherfuckers. Um... I got the – they're going to have a nice, fun, fast team. Even if, let's say, my worst nightmare, my worst fear comes true and I have to uh, um, watch Lonzo Ball take the court. Uh, Damn, karma is a motherfucker. Um, And I have to literally root for his success. Cool. If he can stay healthy and he can at least move the ball – um, maybe get in the lane a little bit every once in a while. I don't need him ever to shoot. He could be the first player in NBA history to never attempt a motherfucking shot in an entire season. That would be uh, the best case scenario. Lonzo Ball never shoots the fucking ball ever he just dishes and maybe he averages like 24 assists a game i would i would dig that lobbing the ball up to zion we're gonna have a fast team i was talking about brandon ingram that's also uh hitting me uh, coming back to it um He's cool. He, he came on strong at the end of the year. He, he had a couple games where he was over 30 points. He almost scored four. I think he scored 40 on one of those games late in, the, late in the season, last four games. He was coming on strong. He had a little blood clot, something or other, but they say that thing's all good. You pair him up. You re-sign Julius Randle. You got Randle and Ingram back together with Zion Williamson, with Drew Holiday now being able to go. That's the only positive with, with Lonzo. Now Drew Holiday goes off the ball like he did when Rondo was in town when we were sweeping motherfuckers in the playoffs just a year ago. You get him off the ball, he can get his offense initiated without having to dribble the ball up and pass it off and you know start the offense and all that shit. He can just get right into it. The, the Pelicans are looking, and, and we're still not done. We either, we're either getting Jared Culver from Texas A&M in the draft, or we're getting something for that fourth-round pick. Don't call us. We'll call you, motherfuckers. We're about to win this shit. Either way, the Pelicans are making the motherfucking playoffs. That's, that's 100%. Gekko. Gecko, you just said they were going to win. I know what the fuck I just said. I'm hedging my motherfucking bet now. Why? Because it's what I do. If they don't win the championship, I'm saying in the least, they're making the motherfucking playoffs. But my true prediction is they're winning the motherfucking NBA championship. That's just how it is. AD, fuck you. Uh. LA's gonna eat you alive. And Betty's is gonna uh, destroy you. Um you're fuck, son. You're fuck, son. You let this, this this motherfucking buster LeBron James get all up in your ear like he's your pappy and shit. Um Pappy Day. Uh, you send him a motherfucking card on Pappy Day, uh uh Anthony Davis, you send LeBron James a uh, uh thank you for being my father fucking card, a Hallmark card or some shit, uh, on Sunday. You motherfucker, you um you motherfucking missing the playoffs, and I'll guarantee you this: between the two of Bron and Nad, they're gonna miss 50 games. They're gonna miss 25 games each, a piece at least. Watch that shit. You saw Bron out there fucking falling to pieces last year. Ad is—he's temperpedic soft. You sit on that motherfucker's face, you leave a, a, a ass indentation in his motherfucking face. He's—he's he's soft, homies. He—he's—he's he's fucking taffy. He—he's—he's he's soft. I'm telling you right now, he don't got the killer instinct. Uh, all these number one players, wherever you put KD, they're they're a title contender. Wherever you put LeBron James, other than the, you know late in his years, LeBron James in his prime, which AD is in his prime. Wherever you put LeBron James, even whack ass, whack ass Cavalier teams, they were they were instant uh, contenders, going to the finals. Uh, uh, wherever you put, um, I can't quite say. Uh, uh, I was going to say James Harden. That ain't going to happen. But they're trying to put AD in that category. Wherever you, if he was that kind of player, he would have won in, in, in New Orleans. We had teams. Don't let them tell you that we didn't have teams and Dell Demps didn't ever try to bring shit in. Dell Demps brought a lot of people in. He couldn't get, get people to stay, but he brought a lot of people in. And that team a couple years, uh, two years ago now that uh, beat the Blazers in the, in, the, in the first round, go back and look at t- that team, Miritich. We had, we had Boogie Cousins. They brought in Boogie Cousins. Of course, he got hurt. Uh, we were the last ones to have a good Boogie Cousins. We had Boogie Cousins, Rondo, Drew Holiday, AD. That was a motherfucking squad. Don't let anybody tell you it wasn't, like they never did nothing for AD. AD's just not a motherfucking winner. He's too soft to be a motherfucking winner. Overrated. No, I wasn't saying this a year and a half ago. No, I wasn't saying this. I was saying he was the best player. I know what the fuck I was saying, homies. But this is what I'm saying now. This is how I feel today. NBA Finals just uh, just finished up, and uh, with that, and the NHL Stanley Cup, you know, complete. I fucks with Stanley Cup too. I know I don't talk much about it, but I fucks with hockey heavy. Um, And with that, ushers in the worst time of the year. Absolute worst time of the year. We got nothing. to We got only baseball. We're stuck with fucking baseball, man. I watched my first baseball game, at my Angels. Uh, they, they struggling to try to get to a, to 500. Every time it looks like they're going to get to 500, they don't. Uh, they got Shohei Itani's a motherfucker. They got Mike Trizzy Trout's a motherfucker. Uh, but they got no pitching. I watched my first game, my first fucking game of the year uh, this past weekend because there's nothing else. This is literally the 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 worst time of the year. I'm, I'm 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 we're gonna get into World Cup. I fuck with women's World Cup, homies. I'm gonna get into that shit. Don't worry. Um, I saw you, my young ho. I saw I saw that U.S. Uh, men's team out there uh, playing the women's team, uh, identifying a, as a Thai soccer team, women's soccer team. I saw you, motherfuckers. Don't think I didn't. Um, but you know the NBA finals are are, are done. NHL Stanley Cups done. Uh, the finals. Look. Uh, the stars aligned. The stars aligned for the Raptors. The stars aligned. You already know what I what I think about Drake. I already, I already dragged uh, Driz- uh, Rizzy Rake, uh, Drizzy Drake all across the motherfucking yard. Uh, now this motherfucker's out here celebrating with the team and shit. He's giving post game interviews and shit. This motherfucker out here, you know, acting like he fucked around and got a triple double in Game Six and shit and, and, and clinched it. This motherfucker didn't even dare show up in, in anywhere near. Uh, Oakland, California. During those games, this motherfucker out here celebrating like he he was a member of the fucking team. Like he he averaged 40 minutes a game and shit, averaged a triple double and shit during the NBA Finals. He's out here fucking hoisting trophies and shit. You know, photo getting homies to Photoshop him as Jordan and shit. This motherfucker, man. I I told somebody. What, Somebody gotta slap the shit out this motherfucker, and for a second, it looked like Draymond Green, I think in game one or two, looked like he was gonna, look like he hurt, I was telling you, Draymond Green listens to the motherfucking podcast, because it looked like he was gonna slap some fucking fire out of that dude, out of Drizzy Drake's motherfucking face, and Drake, he, he looks scared, don't let, him, don't let him fool you, he didn't start talking trash until Draymond already turned his back and walked away, and then he got all bold, but before that, he had a, he had a, a shit-eating Shit, chomping-ass grin on his motherfucking face, looking like he was, he was swallowing a fucking mouthful of salt or something. Like, oh, he was swallowing a fucking load. It looked sour in his motherfucking mouth. He, he, look, he looks he look shook. Ain't no such things as halfway crooks. And now he's out here. He's probably they got the fucking—I ain't even watching that shit. I ain't watching no goddamn parade for the fucking Raptors. I don't give a shit. Um... I'm out here watching uh, China and and, and Spain battle this shit out in the World Cup and shit. But uh, I should turn back and see. I wouldn't be surprised if they made a fucking Drake float and shit. And, like, it's a fucking Macy's Day parade and shit or whatever whatever it is. Um, Thanksgiving parade. This dude probably out here, you know, covered in champagne. And people lick it off him, drink it off him like he's uh, Salma Hayek and Dust Till Dawn and shit. Soft motherfucker, man. Um, But... uh, you know, Kawhi Leonard, he brought it home. The stars aligned for them Raptors, man. Uh, KD goes down. Klay uh, Thompson goes down twice in the series, including the final game where he already had 30 points in the third quarter. Midway through the third quarter, he had 30 fucking points. home. I mean, he was about to go off for at least 50. At least 50. They were going to win that game easy. In Game 7, that's a toss-up, and i I'd take fucking uh, Golden State to win that shit. But you, they lose KD and they lose Klay Thompson and that was it. That was it. They they didn't have much else after that. Um, Boogie is just a shell of himself. Not that he can't come back full strength. I believe in Boogie. I'd take Boogie right now. Um, he just came back way too soon. Came back way too soon, started trying to play minutes, got hurt again uh, early in the playoffs and, and came back from that. And dude can't get down the court. Dude can't, you know, his feet can't get underneath him. He's 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 rusty as hell. He didn't. He looks like he forgot how to play, and he's stupid. Fucking turnovers. Uh, you know, boogie turnovers, Draymond turnovers, uh, Steph turnovers. They, they just they. The problem with the Warriors is they don't take care of the motherfucking basketball. That was the problem with them, and it bit them in the ass. Bit them in the ass. And uh, now we have. uh, They ain't going. I don't even know if they make the playoffs now. Clay's out the whole year uh KD's out the whole year. I think he 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 stays in at least he's going to stay a, a warrior. It makes sense to stay a warrior now. Get 30 million to sit on the motherfucking bench and never take, you know, maybe wear a suit every once in a while. That's that's the right move and then go sign somewhere else next year maybe. Um but there Clay and him are not going Clay might play. Um if I was KD, I wouldn't. That's a more serious injury. ACLs, those things happen all the time. You can come back from that. He he come back maybe late, maybe for a playoff push. Um, but then you, you haven't played for a year. It's gonna be tough. They, I, I don't even think they make the playoffs without Clay and KD. Without Clay, for sure. Um, if he was still there, I give him definitely give him like a six, seven seed. Um, they have to retool a little bit. Um, but the moral of the story is fuck everybody. It's Pelicans uh, uh, versus the world now. Uh, all eyes on us. We're gonna be the youngest, fastest, most exciting NBA team. In the history of the NBA. Yes, in the history of the NBA. Fuck it. What do you, what do you want from me, man? Um, so there's that. Um, man, what do I got? World Cup. World Cup. Let's, you know, we can do a little bit of that. I fucks with that. There's, you know, there, I, I like when There's two sports that I fuck with. I've, I'm trying to, you know, word this correctly because I don't want to sound like a, a male chauvinist, you know, little, little sexist motherfucker. Uh, I'm not. Trust me. But I don't fuck... With uh, w- women's sports very much. I, I, I don't fuck with uh, women's basketball. I don't fuck with, you know, volleyball or any of that, softball or any of that shit. I fucks with two sports women's MMA or any kind of striking, really, any, uh, or any kind of combat, women's combat sports. I, I, I fucks with it heavy, uh, especially UFC, you know, the, the, the women's division in the UFC. I, I fucks with it and I fucks with Women's World Cup. And the women came out here and they scored 13 goals in their first fucking. Uh, um, in the first game against Thailand, it looks suspiciously like the men's U.S. soccer team identifying as a couple of th- as, as some Thailand girls, as some uh, Thai lady boys out there, uh, and and they, they played because they played exactly like the men's U.S. team and got fucking ran out that motherfucking stadium. They took my advice. I told them my young ho, quit fucking with that AFFL or AAL or whatever the fuck you were messing around with. I told you the World Cup is coming. You need to you need to immediately. Immediately, um, identify a woman and get on a soccer team and, and make a, get on a soccer team and make a fucking run. I mean, now they got there's some bill that just passed. Uh, I forget where it was that in the U.S. where they it, it allows men to play women's sports. Like, so there's no women's sports anymore. Now guys can go over there and, and just, you know, do whatever they want. My own hoe, it's right up his motherfucking alley. Um, I didn't see him uh, w- with his homies, with his U.S. homies playing the the U.S. women's team this this weekend. So I don't know what the fuck he's up to. Maybe he's he's preparing for the XFL. I tried to warn him against that, too. The XFL ain't going nowhere. they they done that once. It, it didn't work. Um, but... He's clearly not listening to me. But I fucks with the Women's World Cup. The women, uh, U.S. team, they're going to win that shit easy. They're going to win that shit easy. There's a couple a couple bad little Bettys on the squad. Um, the only thing that bothers me is that Ertz chick, Julie Ertz. I, I don't I don't fuck with it. I don't fuck with her because I don't fuck with, with, with Ertz. Uh, I forget the, other, the motherfucker's name. He's a tight end for the Philadelphia Eagles. I don't fucks with anything Ertz. I don't fucks with anything Eagles. I don't fucks with anything Philly other than sandwiches. Moving right along, yo, been talking about, uh, god, I gotta, I gotta get a drink, let me save this shit, hold up, alright, alright, all right, I'm back, I'm over here sipping a uh, spiked Arnold Palmer, that's what the fuck I got, that's, uh, I don't know how I feel about that shit, um, but we were talking about Game of Thrones and shit, and I've been wondering you know, what was going to take it, if you haven't seen Black Mirror, I'm going to talk about some Black Mirror, if you haven't seen the uh, Black Mirror series, uh, they're hit or miss. Uh, people swear by them. Uh, I've seen all the seasons, and now they just released, released a new season uh, episode. Uh, there's three episodes in it, and I, li- I watched the first one. And, uh, homies, I, I absolutely uh, do not uh, recommend that you watch the first episode. And by do not recommend, I mean absolutely recommend the first episode. Um, I could not finish it. Uh, it was... Uh, Listen, there's nothing wrong with it, but I'll just be blunt. It was gay shit. It was literally gay shit, uh, and there's nothing wrong with that. But if you're gonna if you're gonna do some a jack in the box, pop up, uh, boom bap surprise, gay shit, it should come with like a disclaimer. You know, like like when you you're buying a CD back in the day, it would say parental advisory. There's got to be some kind of gay shit advisory sticker that lets you know. There's gonna be some surprise gay shit up in here, and that's fine if there is. You know, we should be able to just make our decision whether we want to see that shit or not. Um, they literally took the episode. Um, they literally took gaming. It, it, it had promise. Look, I don't even know where to start with this shit. I, I'm I'm so flummoxed right now. Um, but it was a another virtual reality. If you see any uh, Black Mirror episodes, they usually have a lot to do with. Um, Virtual reality, futuristic shit, uh, social uh, media type shit, um, all kinds of. They like try to teach you lessons or shit, try to pap you or some shit. I, I don't, I don't know. But it's basically two guys, two homies. They're playing a, a virtual reality. Um, video game, they put on this, uh, they don't even put anything on, I think they put something on their, their, their forehead, and then they get the gaming machine, and then boom, they're, they're like in the game, they are the characters in the game, and it's a fighting game, it's like Tekken and, and Street Fighter, like combined, it's like Tekken, only gay, gay Tekken, gay Street Fighter, these motherfuckers, one is like Chung Li, and the other is like Ryu, and they like fight each other, and after they get done fighting each other, uh, they start fucking each other, uh, as the, the computer characters, and it's two dudes in the virtual reality world, so this dude, Chung Lee, uh, whoops this dude, Ryu's ass, and, and, they're both, you know, at their pad, you know, playing this game, and then, uh, they, she, uh, Chung Lee goes and picks this fool up, this is mad spoiler alert, by the way, uh, you decide for yourself if you want to go and watch this shit, so homie goes over there and picks dude up, and they start, like, making out, like, as video game characters, as Tekken, Street Fighter characters, whatever the fuck you want, um, and, and at first, I was like, yo, this is kind of cool. What are they going to do? You know, these guys are going to go, like, fight uh, Shang Tsung or some shit. You know, that what's going to happen here? And then all of a sudden, I st- you started getting the, the the sense. You're like, something, something foul is about to happen here. You, you could just sense it. And then, sure enough, they start making out. And then uh, they take the headsets off. And then they're like, whoa, what the fuck was that? And they're like, oh, I don't know. And they even one of the dudes says, literally, oh, well, it's not gay because, well, you were a female in there, and uh, it's just not gay. And it's like, oh, okay. So they meet every day and start, like, it, the next time they play, they don't even bother to fight each other. They just start going straight to, like, fucking. And then they show them, like, putting their clothes on afterwards as Tekken characters and shit. And they start having, I mean, this shit. And the worst part is one of the dudes is fucking Papa Doc from 8 Mile. They made Papa Doc into some, do some gay foul shit, man. And it's cool. Like I said, I I I'm I'm all for uh all for equal everything, man. I, I I'm not against uh homosexuality or anything at all in the least. I just want a heads up, cause even though I'm cool with it, I, I don't necessarily want to see the shit. You know, if I can avoid it, I'm I'm cool with it. I'll just go around it. You know, uh and you turn Papa Doc, you t- you turn motherfucking Papa Doc from Eight Mile into into some Tekken uh ride gay Ryu character. So now they start having this debate on whether. They, they start catching feelings for each other through, like, the reality thing because it's, like, you're, no, you're fucking your homie. You're not fucking. It's weird, homies. If, if I'm hooked up to a virtual reality set and you're hooked up to a virtual reality set and we're in a virtual reality land and we start fucking each other, even though you're a female character and I'm a male character, it's the mental. It's the mental connection that makes it, you know, gay, super gay. And um, that, that's what this shit do. I said, I can't fucks with this. Um, I, you know, these, these motherfuckers literally start going all over the, the Street Fighter map, you know, climb that mountain in, in, uh, once you want to fight in Mortal Kombat, your, your little picture goes up the mountain and shit, they're literally going all over the world and just, like, busting nuts on each other, like, busting nuts on this dude's back, it's always Chung Lee and it's always Ryu and shit, they don't even, like, switch up the characters, it's not like, uh, um, Johnny Cage and a Katana or anything like that, it's just, it's always Ryu and Chung Lee, like, smashing each other, like, all over the globe and shit, um, and then they start having these problems where, like, they, they their real life relationships are, like, falling apart because these two dudes now are, like, in love with each other. They they can that they, when they're not playing the game, they're like thinking of each other and their wives and shit are like questioning them like what's going on. They can't get the they can't get no more fucking boners and shit. When they're trying to smash their old ladies, they like roll over and can't do it anymore because it's not his homie's butt that he's trying to stick his 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 weenie in. Um, so you know I turn that shit off. I don't give a fuck. Um, if these two you know ended up getting married and, and lived happily ever ever after after all that shit. I don't give a fuck what the hell happened if they if they ran into Shang Tsung and saved the motherfucking world. Um, I had to turn that shit off. I got about approximately 25 minutes into it, and it was probably about 23 minutes too long, too much to watch. Um, it, it, it was pretty bad, um, so I do not and do at the same time. You should check it out for yourself, man. You can see you should see how. Um, how whack that shit was, you know something so bad that you kind of want to see it like a train wreck. You just, you know, it's terrible. Don't, don't go see a or a dead body and shit. You don't want to see that. Yes, I do. I, I do want to see the dead body. I do want to see the train wreck. I shouldn't, but I do. Um, I won't ever turn it on and try to see the, uh, you know, how it ends or anything like that. It's just not gonna fucking happen. So just be fucking aware about that shit. Uh, speaking of uh, some gay, feminine ass shit, uh, Henry Cejudo fought. Uh, and uh, this past weekend, not that not that Henry Cejudo is gay or anything like that, but he does happen to have like the most feminine corner in all of mixed martial arts without having an actual woman in, in his corner. Um, so he, he, Henry Cejudo UFC two something or else, uh, something. What were we on? 238 or some shit like that. Henry Cejudo uh, versus uh, Marlon Marais. Um I pick Marlon Morais, homies. You know, I know. Um and it looked good. The first round it looked good. Marlon Moraes came out there. The leg kicks were, were dictating the fight. Uh Henry Cejudo was having all kinds of trouble in the stand up when they were when during when they were both 100%. Um he couldn't hang. He couldn't hang with Marlon Moraes. Marlon Moraes was really doing a lot of damage with the leg kicks and then putting hands hiding the leg kicks. Um, really mixing up his punches really well. Look quicker, look faster. Look like he was uh, being able to dictate uh, range a lot better. Um, Henry Cejudo just wasn't able to get inside and land anything in that first round. Uh, takedowns weren't there. Um, he couldn't get close enough to even try to attempt one. Um, and I don't think in the whole fight he tried to take attempt one. But what happens? What happens to to? You know Conor McGregor. What happens to a lot of these good fighters is they gas out, and it was clear that Marlon Moraes gassed out pretty quick. Probably I would say um, halfway through the second uh, through the second um, round, He, he was he was pretty much he was done. He slowed down dramatically, and you got a guy like Henry Cejudo who's competed at literally every single level. You know, Olympian, uh, you know, and, and now in the UFC, he's, he's a gold medalist in the Olympics. He, he can see. He can read you. He knows when you've broken. He's, he's seen so many people break. Uh, he's had so much competition in his life that he, he can he can tell when you're broken, and then he goes for the juggler. He went from zero to 100, no bullshit, real fucking quick. He started just going forward and did not give a fuck. He was a lot less cautious. He threw caution to the wind. He got inside. He landed big, big punches, he got the clinch a few times and landed like three or four knees. He was starting to look like uh, uh, Anderson Silva versus Rich Franklin back in the day. He was, he, and then you knew Marlon Marais was done. All of a sudden, you can go from a complete 180, from, from dominating the first round, completely dominating, making me look good, to completely and utterly failing me. Um, Henry Cejudo is now a champ champ. Uh, he tried. He's trying to steal, to, uh, steal my moniker, the Triple Champ. He, stri- he started calling himself the Triple Champ because he won a gold medal and two belts. I said, N- fuck that. There's only one Triple Champ, future Triple Champ, and he's taking a nap right now, motherfucker. Um, but Henry Cejudo, I mean, he, he. I'll give it to him, man. I, I've doubted him every step along the way. But what does this say? What I was thinking, really, is what does this say about... Here it comes again, one of my favorite targets, DJ Demetrius Johnson. What does it say about this guy? Um, When you had a guy like DJ, what was I saying the whole time? This guy was complaining about not getting any kind of money for his fights, no money fights. He didn't want to take any money fights. He had every opportunity to do what Cejudo did. I told him. Do like Conor McGregor and try to go to go up and try to try to risk everything. This dude just wanted to stay down at 100 and what 125 pounds and fight everybody twice. That's all he wanted to do for the rest of his life, and then complain and bitch and moan that he wasn't getting paid money for fights that nobody wanted to fucking watch or ever paid to fucking watch. He just—he didn't—he didn't want it, and he kept speaking all—he kept speaking how he wanted all this money. But then he had a, fa- a chance to go up and fight T.J. Dillashaw, and he didn't want to go fucking do that. He could have gone up and fought Dominic Cruz. He didn't want to fucking do that. He had already lost Dominic Cruz, It gives you a chance to—that was his last loss at the time. And then you know he destroyed Suhudo the first time he fought Henry Suhudo. He destroyed him. He beat him in under a minute with knees from the clinch. And then the second fight. If you go back and watch that, that's anybody's fight. That's as close a fight as you can possibly get. And so, you know, he could have, you know, when you get traded in MMA to another organization, that says says a whole fucking lot about what's going on. I mean, uh, they just, Dana probably was in his ear all the time. Here, fight this dude. Fight that dude. And he just didn't want to do it. Um He just wanted to ride out being in the UFC, and he wanted to just continue fighting people that he already knew he was better than. He didn't want to risk anything, but he wanted all the reward with no risk. He didn't want any kind of challenge. Now his ass is over, you know, fighting the Viet Cong in the jungles of Sri Lanka or some shit. I don't know where the fuck he's, he's in one UFC and he's out in the jungle somewhere fighting people. And, and it's only a matter of time till he loses because they got some killers over there. His first fight at 1FC was, was tough. It was tough. He got the finish in the second round, but it was a close fight up until then. Um, but when I was watching this Cejudo shit, I was like, dude, DJ destroyed Henry Cejudo just like two or three years ago and then it was a really close fight before that. So how good is T- is DJ? He's really good. But he never wanted to go up and test his fucking self. And he wasted all that. He wasted his motherfucking career. He could have he could have had everything he wanted. He could have been literally he kept wanting to call himself the greatest mixed martial artist, the pound for pound dude. No, you're not the pound for pound dude when you're fighting me, a bunch of me's, a bunch of Seth Geckos. Motherfuckers training in their garage in the Thunderdome. That's what he was fighting. He wasn't he wasn't fighting uh, uh, the TJ Dillashaw's on, on EPO, he wasn't fighting the Cody Garbrandts, uh, on EPO and all that shit, he's on it too, don't, don't worry, so was Dom, go look at Dom, I love Dominic Cruz, but go look at these dudes' bodies a couple years ago, they were fucking ripped, and then watch them after that, now they're all fucking flabby and soft, I'm telling you, and, and who knows, maybe even DJ was on that shit too, but anyways, there were, there was that fight, um, that would, that was a, 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 a tough fight. Uh, Valentina Shevchenko did exactly what I told you she was going to do. I told you it was going to be premeditated, uh, first degree, um, uh, life sentence, no pros- no possibility of parole. Uh, and, and she followed right through. It looked like uh, it looked like the grassy knoll all over again, homies. Uh, just headshots to Jessica. Ah, she, she got fucking blasted with a head kick and went down went down and, and Jessica Jessica I is an undercover bad little betty. It, it, it kinda hurt me to see her go down like that. She she's kinda she's kinda right, you know what I mean? And and she she just got blasted. It was clear from the get go, they just don't have anybody to fight her. Um what I didn't know is uh Dago Bitch California representative um um uh, What's her name? Liz Carmouche, the first woman to fight in the UFC who fought Ronda Rousey and almost choked Ronda Rousey's bitch ass out in the first fucking round. She also beat Valentina. She didn't beat uh, Ronda Rousey, but she almost did. She beat Valentina Shevchenko back in the day. I had no idea about that. So the next fight, and I actually like this fight. Uh, Liz Carmouche is a bad motherfucker, 10th Planet San Diego representative. Um, grappling, you know, in EBI tournaments in quintet. If you haven't seen that, that's five on five jujitsu tournament. It, it, it's fucking dope. Google that shit. YouTube that shit. Um, CJJ is combat jujitsu. Go look at that shit. All Eddie Bravo. All under the Eddie Bravo banner. EBI Eddie Bravo Invitational. Um, so she she competes in that shit, and she's she's a beast. She's a little she's a little monster, and she. She could, she could quietly, I'm not ever going to pick her to beat Valentina Shevchenko. Valentina Shevchenko is by far my favorite women's fighter ever. I think she's the dopest. I think she's, she would have beat Nunes that first time if it was five rounds and, and the second one was close. I just think she didn't come out and, I don't know, she was kind of brain-fucked on that one. Uh, but maybe we get to see them fight again. But Valentina is a motherfucker. There's nobody at 125 that's going to ever take that belt from her. They can't find anybody to fight her, hence why Jessica I, was fighting Valentina Shevchenko. Um, Tony Ferguson. Donald Cerrone. Kind of ended in controversy. Donald Cerrone with the rookie fucking maneuver. Uh, blowing his nose after a broken nose. You never do that shit. You never do that shit. That's why they got those long ass Q-tips. You ever wonder why they have those long ass Q-tips. To shove up your motherfucking nose. So you, they can pull the blood out. So you don't blow it out. That's the first thing you learn when you start competing. They tell you. Your cut man tells you. Bust your fucking nose. Don't blow your motherfucking nose. Donald Cerrone did that and his eye blew up. But. It was over, sons. It was over. That fight was about to be uh, stopped in that third round. Uh, The first round was very, um, very even. Very even. I, uh, I was actually surprised. Cerrone was going forward. He was landing some stuff. But the second round was just all Tony. Tony started, he's, Tony, he gets into a flow state. That's where you see a lot of these dudes that are really good, high level, the uh, Vasily Lomachenkos of the world. These really tough, these really good dudes that get into this flow state where they're not thinking, they're not doing anything. They just know uh, automatically what comes next in their combination. They're literally just freestyling. They're not up there in front of a guy and being, okay, uh, one, two. Uh, one two three, um, duck one two. Uh, they're not thinking three two four two. They're not thinking any of that shit. They're just reacting. They're just going with whatever it presents themselves. Uh, they're moving constantly, and whatever they can move, they can. Whatever they can throw off of that movement, uh, um, Tony Ferguson is a perfect example of that. I haven't been. I'm never really impressed. I think Tony Ferguson's way too hittable. You've seen him drop many many times in his fight, but damn, he presses a pace that is relentless. He stays in your face no matter what. I picked Donald Cerrone knowing that if I picked him, Tony Ferguson was going to win. Um, just because I got tired of doubting Donald Cerrone. But, you know, they're talking about fighting again. I don't think there's a reason for that. I think it was clear who was the better fighter after the second round, um, even without that folly on, on uh, Donald Cerrone's part. He was just getting picked apart. He couldn't deal with the angles. Uh, the homie's quick. He just moved He moved so well, uh, Tony Ferguson. He just moves around and throws punches from from. All kinds of angles. He never, you never see Tony Ferguson with his hands up in a traditional uh, boxing, kickboxing stance ever. So he's not jabbing from that position. He's jabbing from from his hips. He's jabbing from, you know, all sorts of different angles. He's throwing punches, you know, with his head down. He, you know. It's, you just never know where it's coming from, and it was starting to to really puzzle and really really bother Don, uh, Donald Cerrone, and he was just starting to get picked apart. And I thought I thought that third round was just going to be all Tony either way. So I think we got another. Um I think we saw enough. I definitely would have liked to see the end of the fight, see how it would have happened. Um, It's an all-time great matchup. Maybe they do fight again. Ferguson needs to fight for the fucking title, man. That's all there is to it. At this point, Donald Ferguson, I mean Donald Ferguson, Tony Ferguson needs to fight Khabib. Uh, But I'm picking picking Poirier. I'm on wax. I don't know if I've made that. Maybe this is my third bold prediction of the day. I'm picking Dustin Poirier to beat Khabib. Like, I picked Dustin Poirier to beat Max Holloway. How about that shit? How about that? Um... So, you know, Khabib versus Tony, Tony versus uh, Dustin Poirier, either way, we got to see that shit. We got to see that shit. Um, give, give Gaethje, uh, Connor if he ever plans to come back, or Tony, or give Donald uh, Cerrone uh, Gaethje, something like that. Gaethje needs to fight soon, too. Or if, if Ferguson doesn't want to wait long enough, because I don't think that title shot, um, Khabib and Dustin, I don't think that's until, like, September, October, something like that. So if he doesn't want to wait... Tony Ferguson versus Justin Gaethje. Ooh-wee. Ooh-wee. That's a fucking killer. You got two dudes that just want to take the center of the cage, that want to move forward, and, and, and those Gaethje kicks are a game-changer. That's going to that's gonna hobble uh, um, Tony Ferguson. He's not going to be able to move as well. Um, yeah, that's a, that's a tough. Uh, you, you, saw, you saw Tony Ferguson um, fight uh, Groovy uh, Lando, Lando Venata. Uh, Lando Venata made a a, a came um, look this guy up he um, he made his UFC debut against Tony Ferguson on like a couple days notice and damn near knocked Tony Ferguson out in the first round because he could move and he got in his face and he stayed there and he moved just like Tony Ferguson he gave Tony Ferguson all kinds of trouble and he was able to keep up with the pace at least for one round after that that he couldn't do it this is a guy in Gaethje who can keep a fucking relentless pace and can go Dude, neck and neck with him to the finish line. That that's a fucking fight. I would even I would rather see that than see Khabib versus Dustin any fucking day. Trust me on that shit. Um Well, we had Jimmy Jimmy Rivera lost to some dude, I think, uh Peter Dion. Um I think we just had another was there another uh UFC fight? No, we had boxing. We had a lot of boxing this weekend. We got Moicano versus the Korean Zombie uh, coming up. That's the next one, I think. Is that this Saturday, 22nd? I don't even know what the fucking date is. But anyways, um, so there was that. Uh, Aaron Pico, another guy that uh, the Whiskey Sick podcast likes to drag through the motherfucking mud across the motherfucking yard. Uh, Aaron Pico got KO'd again. Uh, He's famous for being uh, um, people calling him the LeBron James of mixed martial arts. Um, he's going to be the next greatest thing. He's he's better than GSP and all this fucking shit. And all he's done has been knocked the fuck out uh, like three out of five times in Bellator. Bellator, homies. Bellator. This motherfucker's in the minor leagues getting knocked the fuck out. And you got motherfuckers like, my man, I got to keep coming at him every fucking time. This dude, Brendan Schaub, every time I listen to the podcast, I fucks with the fighter and the kid and shit. And one of his things is always talking about how great Aaron Pico calls him the LeBron James of of MMA. No, LeBron James competes at the highest fucking level and goes to the highest level. He's in championship fights. He's in the NBA finals almost every single year. This motherfucker, Aaron Pico, can't even make it to a championship fight in Bellator. Not that Bellator scrub shit, but this dude completely skipped the line. This dude made his, his, his... professional debut in mixed martial arts in bellator you don't do that you don't do that unless you are really a lebron james you know this dude is not that hitting pads taking people down um taking down the, the you know some dude that works at stater brothers or some shit uh you know during practice and shit and and beating up you know a barnes and noble employee and all that shit you know during class is one thing hitting the pads and looking cool and then going and actually fighting at the uh, the second highest level, really, that you can fight. Actually, it's, you know, 1FC and, and Bellator are kind of even right there. And then it's the UFC is above every fucking thing. Aaron Pico needs to take his ass to motherfucking uh, Wichita or somewhere in fucking Idaho or Albuquerque, New Mexico, onto on some kind of reservation. Come out here to Pichanga, Pichanga. uh Go to some kind of, find some kind of Indian uh, reservation and go get yourself a fight out there and fight some scrubs for a little while and, and pay your motherfucking fucking dues, Uh, um, you're you're late, you're you're fucking, you're in debt over here, you're you're racking up all kinds of of, of withdrawal fees and shit, homie, you haven't paid any motherfucking dues, and the tax man is here, the IRS is here to motherfucking collect, go back down, humble your motherfucking self, or, or, we have a champion, we have a fucking, check this shit out, hitting me right now, I'm telling you, this shit right here, Um, we have Sage Northcutt. My man Sage Northcut. maybe we do a Sage Northcut versus Aaron Pico, two motherfuckers that are allergic to dubs, uh, two motherfuckers that were highly touted, that ain't shit, um, let's see them fight, super Sage Northcut. it's like, that's the, that's the way to fucking do it right here, um, you you give them Super Sage and and, and give him give the winner a, a fucking paper mache belt or some shit, a Play-Doh belt or something like that, and, and, and fucking you could probably sell a couple pay-per-views off of that. Bellator's all into all sorts of weird-ass matches. They should definitely do that shit. They probably do some fucking. You remember the end of Rocky where there were fucking um, Rocky and um. Apollo Creed are, are sparring at the end and they both throw the punch at the same time. It looks like they're both about to knock each other out. That's what these motherfuckers would do. Sage Northcutt and, and uh, uh, Aaron Pico, Aaron Pico the guy over here would get his motherfucking ass. They both knock each other the fuck out because neither one of them wants a fucking dub. Neither one of them wants a motherfucking dub. They're allergic as motherfucker. They need some Claritin and they need some fucking, some fucking medicine. Um... What else do we fucking got? Moving right the fuck along. What else do we fucking got? Uh, Black Mirror. Talk about that. We got Kellen Winslow. We got the worst rapper of all time. I saw Spikeball on ESPN. What do I want to go with, my man? I've been telling you, I don't know if this is a. Uh, it's like, is this world news or is this just, you know, local news? This Kellen Winslow shit. This dude is like a prolific fucking rapist. And not only that, I. I talked about this a couple podcasts ago. I brought up uh, this dude, Kellen Winslow. He's been um, out trolling and raping elderly people like in their 70s and shit. But that's that's not even the worst of it. They're also on top of being uh, dusty motherfuckers. They're 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 homeless. They don't have they're 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 living on the streets and shit. This dude is like stalking um, soup kitchens and shit. This homie's in the back alley, you know, searching through dumpsters to find people to rape and shit. Like this dude is out here wilding the fuck out over here, and he was been in. Uh, he's facing ninety nine years in prison right now, motherfucking ninety nine years if he gets convicted. There was just a mistrial on some of the charges. I I don't know the the exact things, so they're gonna have to do the whole trial all over again. I think he's already been convicted of some shit, um, but the things he's been convicted of, I think, are like. I wouldn't say minor, but as far as the time he would do in jail are minor. Um, but the, the real shit that they just had the mistrial on, and I don't know what the issue with the trial was. Um, it's He's facing 99 motherfucking years in, in, in prison for this shit. So I'm thinking, like, who was worse? Was Aaron Hernandez worse? Or was this motherfucker? Are we going to have to have, like, a champion versus champion death match? You know, fucking... Kellen Winslow versus Aaron Hernandez to find out who's the greatest NFL sicky of all fucking time, and you're like, well, Aaron Hernandez was killing people, and I know we never want to, you know, um, what's worse, raping somebody, killing somebody. It's it's you know, it's uh, it's 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 splitting cunt hairs, basically, is what it is. But I don't know if you're out here raping dusty ass, um, you know. Old Oscar the Grouch ass motherfuckers on the streets. You probably killed some people in the process of that. I'm I'm not. I'm saying that I, I believe this motherfucker's killed some people probably too. So if you're gonna take Aaron Hernandez just on the fact that he killed some people, I think it's clear whose side I'm on in this champion versus champion death match right here, sicky death match. I'm 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 gonna have to motherfucking take Kellen Winslow on this shit. Um, he he's out here fucking raping elderly homeless pizza kitchen ass motherfuckers. Uh. In the middle of the night and shit, and, and probably killed a couple here and there on the way, uh, and homies in 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 uh, in in court and shit, looking looking fucked up in the game. And you, I don't know, I, I can't see that shit. I, they didn't show the 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 stance. His dad is Calvin Winslow Senior, obviously, and he is a Hall of Fame tight end. Some call the greatest tight end to ever play the game. I say that's that man's still actually playing in the game, and it, it's not Antonio Gates. It's 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 um. Jason Winton, Jason Winton, motherfuckers it, it, it just is, and if not, you know Then it's Jason Winton, and then it's Tony Gonzalez But Kellen Winslow was like the first Like real bad motherfucker, and he's a Hall of Famer, and this is his son His son has some, you could tell his son was uh, Kellen Winslow Jr. was on some weird shit back when he Played for the Hurricanes, he was, he was Infamously in, in, you know I'm a soldier, I'm a motherfucking soldier in this shit, and then he, he, his career wasn't, he looked dope in college, and his career never did anything, he had some mental problems, and now you can see he's, he's out here, wild. he's howling at the motherfucking moon, homies, he, he, he went off the motherfucking deep end, so, um, pay attention to that shit, this dude's facing 99 years in prison, I don't know if that's, uh, worldwide knowledge, or if that's just, you know, Dago bitch California news, but, uh, that, that shit's fucking wild, um, yeah, let me pull this dude up. I got, I got, you know, we. I've been trying to include a little bit of hip hop before I get the fuck out of here. I've been trying to include a little bit of hip hop, um, in the show. You know, I highlight an album or some shit. Now I have to highlight. Um, I, I think I came across right now. I think at least maybe not the 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 worst rapper of all time, but the worst rapper rapping right now. Maybe the worst rapper alive. I I, I don't know. But let me pull this shit up. You seen this motherfucking dude, uh, Blueface. This dude's name is Blueface. Let me turn on the speaker here. We're going to play this shit real quick. And he has a song, and it's called Thought Tiana. Motherfucking Thought Tiana is the name of this shit. And if you don't know what a thought is, let me see if I can find this shit. And then the it's remix. Yeah, like uh, That's not that. Um, A thought is that hoe over there. T-H-O-T. Thought. Um, And you know when the remix has uh, Cardi B on it? You know this shit is like. The whack levels are just crazy off the charts on some Chernobyl shit, some fucking nuclear waste type shit. Um, that's how trash this shit is. But I have I think found, I don't know how I stumbled on this shit either. Um I just kind of I, I think somebody it, it popped up on YouTube or some shit when I was searching uh breastfeeding videos or some shit to jerk off to. But uh that's more than likely what happened. But here we go. This dude's name's Blue Blueface and this is literally they they have remixes to this fucking song they have all god damn it get this shit together man i'm fucking i'm so anxious to play this shit that i can't fucking i don't even want i haven't even heard any other songs but i just heard this shit and i was like here let me put it. i got blue face there it is tatiana tatiana i want i want the original shit see there's a okay so how many remixes we got on this shit we got Blueface Tatiana Remix with Cardi B. We got the Remix with YG. YG, why you do that, homie? Why would you get on this shit? Here we go. Here's the original. I think so. We saw an opportunity. No, this is an the ad. We gotta sit through the motherfucking ad, homies. I don't, I, I don't play for this shit. Okay, we're gonna turn this shit. We got five seconds left until I fucking blow your mind with whackness. Saturation levels are gonna be crazy. Put on your fucking galoshes. gonna you
2: know, watch this. Look at me, baby. Yeah, you see it, huh, baby? On <laughs> they gonna love this motherfucking interview. That motherfucking song. This the ain't beat. even a mother. This ain't even the motherfucking had, this a, ain't a even the motherfucking video. This ain't even a motherfucking video.
0: Beat first. I'm over the here first? trying to freestyle this shit. Thing
2: that start cracked the song was Tatiana. I had that word. That was that was gonna
0: be in the song regardless. It was like a puzzle. I had Tatiana. I'm just gonna play the. Y- I'm just gonna play the YG remix. I'm, that's all I'm gonna fucking do. I can't. I can't fucking. I can't listen to you no know, Cardi B, even for a motherfucking second. Bring, bring it in. Second. Let me talk to you for a second. Oh, you dropped miss- the beat already. See? Here we go. This is the corniest-ass beat you've ever heard, either. Yeah, I... Bush down,
2: Tatiana. Yeah, I... I wanna see you bust down. Bust down, Tatiana. Bust down, Tatiana. I wanna see you bust oh, down. down Pick yeah. it up, not break that shit down, break it down, speed it up, <laughs> not nah, slow that shit down on the gas. Slow it down. bust it, bust down, bust down, bust it, bust it, bust down on the gang. Bust down, thatiana. Bust down, I wanna see you bust down, pick it up, not break that shit down. Break it down, speed it up, not slow that shit down on the gang. Slow it down. Bust it, bust it, bust down, bust it, bust it, bust, bust down, down on the over Blue face, baby. Yeah, I'm every woman's fantasy. Mama always tell me I was gonna break hearts I guess her fault stupid don't be mad at me mad at Dude, me dude's literally just talking bend that shit over on the gang yeah make that shit clap she threw it back so i had to double back on the gang on the gang Smacking high off them drugs i try to tell myself two times with no no okay
0: We'll, we'll, we'll stop. You get the motherfucking point. Obviously, Homie skipped the first grade. He didn't even learn how to rhyme. He doesn't know the, the, the point of rapping is to actually rhyme words. Um, he's out here, uh, bust that, bust that, dot Tiana, bust that. Um, if you know of a Whacker MC than this motherfucker, I would absolutely love to fucking hear it. Um, I'll take any and all nominations, um, but this is this dude is like your, your third grade son, your son that's in third grade. Um, trying to rap during the talent show or some shit like that. You know, uh, that's, how, that's how bad this shit is. They, they call child protective services if, you, if they catch you playing this shit around your kids. That's like leading to the delinquency of a minor and shit. You can't bump this shit in a school zone. It's illegal to bump this whackness in a motherfucking school zone. That's how trash this motherfucking shit is, this Tatiana bullshit. Like, have you heard of a dude with less talent? ...being like fucking blown up shit other than Lil Nas X. I guess Lil Nas X is there too. I'll take that little Nas X song over this shit... Any motherfucking day I'll buy rob me a horse Or whatever the fuck that shit is Over Tatiana Any motherfucking day Do we wanna do We wanna ride out On a little more of my man over here Blueface Check this mother shit hey, If you got a whacker Fucking MC please on dead
2: If you, ain't you got no whacker Thotiana, than this
0: Motherfuckers that. talking in complete Fucking sentences With proper punctuation He's not stupid He just sounds stupid it's it's that shit where um, you know like some chicks like try to act dumb and shit. Like that's this dude. So they can get the guy and shit. They just try to that's how they try to impress him by being stupid. That's what this guy's on. He's trying to he's trying to sound like he fins, fits in with the mumble rap scene and shit. But this this is some new level whack shit. I'm sorry, you know, the hip hop um, portion of this of, of this podcast is putting you on to some whack shit. I I know. But, you know, let's see. Let's go through the let's go through the playlist. If you haven't been on on the official whiskey sick podcast playlist you need to get up on that shit man this this shit is fucking uh i I put you on to uh joiner lucas i put you on to a a lot of shit go on go on to spotify if you got spotify type in for the playlist type in that old dope shit i put this on every fucking podcast go listen to that shit it's 1700 songs strong of nothing but dope classic hip-hop newer hip-hop also maybe uh, late you know middle 2000s some newer shit too even you know now nowadays shit new eminem new uh um um, Schoolboy, Yellow Wolf, Ritz, all that, all that dope shit, all that newer shit's all, all out there. The Logic and all that shit. You know, uh, the the album was trash, but he's done some dope shit with Eminem and Joiner Lucas recently that I put y'all on onto. Um, so uh, go check out the motherfucking playlist, homies. Go listen to that shit. Um, what else do I got? Spike Ball. I'm gonna end on this shit. I I was I was horrified at this shit. I didn't even know this this shit exists. The other day I was I was bitching when I first came on because. Um, They had the spelling bee Every year they had the Motherfucking spelling bee On that uh, On TV and shit And I can't get like Glory kickboxing I can't get lion fights I can't get anything Fucking dope I can't get wrestling I can't get jujitsu matches I can't get anything Actually dope That I think people Would actually want to see On these other ESPN channels And then on ESPN They had uh, uh, The spelling bee and then they let eight motherfuckers, talk about a fucking participation trophy. They let eight motherfuckers win the fucking spelling bee. They were just like, oh, fuck it. We're just not going to have any losers this time. We don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. So eight people won the fucking thing. Don't get me started in that shit. Um, that's a whole nother fucking uh, thing. But then last night, I was smoking. I, I, I was smoking that uh, Hippie Crippler. It's a Sativa. Uh, Sativa hybrid, 80% uh, Sativa, 20% uh, Indica. Um, zipped, zipped up, and I'm watching this shit, and it's, like, spike ball. What the fuck is spike ball? There's, like, a mini trampoline in the middle of the basketball court, like, in the center of the court. It's a mini trampoline, and there's two guys on each team that stand around this little trampoline, and there's a little yellow ball, and they throw the ball or spike it like they're, they're spiking a volleyball into... The ground into the trampoline and it bounces up and then they try to hit it back into the thing. It's like table tennis and 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 fucking volleyball for midgets or some shit. I don't know what the fuck this shit is. This shit was so fucking whack. This shit was on ESPN 2 in the middle of the motherfucking day. They have fucking spike ball. And this shit is quite possibly the wackest, softest sport I have ever fucking seen. This these were These were Division I colleges. This was Georgia versus Texas A&M. Motherfuckers uh, probably got scholarships to play spike ball. If I would have known that you could get a scholarship... To play fucking spike ball. If I would have even known about spike ball. I'd, I'd have a fucking master's degree right now. And I wouldn't be doing this fucking podcast. I could have I could have been to LeBron James. Fuck, I could have been to Aaron Pico. A motherfucking uh, spike ball. These motherfuckers out here. Uh, getting D1 scholarships to play. Uh... uh a fucking weird ass. This is like something you play in your yard, you know, like on your lawn during Father's Day, fucking barbecue or some shit like that. I called my old lady down to check this shit out, and she's like, "Oh yeah, I've seen people playing that shit at the beach or some shit." I'm like, "This is literally just a a, a fucking kids game. This is some shit you would get on the clearance rack at Target or some shit." And, and these more like like uh, um. What's that? Cornhole. When you play cornhole and you toss the little fucking beanbag into the hole and shit, that's what kind of game this shit is. And there was actually more than six people in the fucking crowd watching this shit. There was actually, like, student body people, like, cheering and holding signs and shit. And, like, I guess this was, like, the... the NCAA championship. This was the the March Madness, the the June Madness of a, a, a fucking spike ball or some shit. It looked like a couple debate teams trying to get some exercise. Is what it looked like. It looked like the chess team finally decided to go outdoors and get some fucking fresh air or something. I don't know. It it, it was just it was disgusting, man. Uh, ESPN never seems to fucking fail to amaze me. I've seen a uh, uh, drone flying uh, one of the uh, a couple years ago when we were doing the podcast. Me me and whiskey were on there. I pulled some I pulled ESPN up and they, and they had drones fucking flying through like little uh, obstacle courses and shit on ESPN. Now they have video game playing, they have professional video game playing on this shit. My god, I wish I would have known about all this shit. I would have gone, you know, I would my life would be in a whole completely different direction. I'd be spike balling the shit out of motherfuckers, getting fucking Nike scholarships and all sorts of shit out of that. Um anyways, uh maybe you've seen it, maybe you haven't googled that shit. It, it, it's just it's just a continuation of softness. In, in in the world, everything is getting softer. Everything, our fucking pillows, our beds, our people, uh, our sports, our music. Every fucking thing is getting soft. That's that's as soft as a new hard. That's what that shit is. Yeah, fuck it. I'm out of here, man. This is the motherfucking whiskey sick podcast. This is num- episode number 78. Uh my fucking voice is gone. Um. Fuck AD. Fuck the Lakers. It's motherfuck the Lakers. It's motherfuck AD. Um, it's, it's the Pelicans. are. are it's, a, it's a dawn of a new era for us. That's what you need to take away from this podcast. And, and, and we're, we're looking fine. Zion, I'll see you on Thursday. Thursday is the uh, NBA um, draft. I'll see you on Thursday. Jarrett Culver, I might see you. Um, I'll welcome you with open arms. Or I might see some 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 other superstar. But the Pelicans, we're going to be all right. Whiskey Sick Podcast, episode number seven, 78. You know who I am. Whisk. Sick. Uh, Whiskey, I'm Seth Gecko, A.K.A. Moody Motherfucking Hank, and I'm out, motherfuckers.
1: Staring at the clock, been a goddamn minute since I last checked. Is he back yet? Yeah. Homie lunch, lunches. Tactic is a dip, start doing backflips. Put that bad bitch down on Admin, now magic, he can smash it Then I'm fuck stuck sitting next to Catherine, she's babbling about damn, damn kids. Shut the fuck up, think I had enough of, never get much love Things gon' change when I hit them with an the 8 complain. complaint They all remain quiet in the hallway when I pass by What up, yeah, When we that's right, stumped close last night, fuck you with my past Like must've been Sheen's rubber, look at these all three motherfuckers, mean muggers Cut, got cleaned under the blink, wonder how long can a fucking background take? Sit the ass down, explain to me how you been late 26 damn times in a month that's rough Ass fucks give none left, One did you up? Let's go! Forklift spinning, top down stunting on some OT Nothing done the whole week, lunch one an OG Kush, slowly push, my luck like it's raised Why fuck, gotta take, my see me in boxes on my day Y'all say I'm laid off when the stay called Stay getting paid, y'all pray that my face stalls out Heavy on the clutch, not enough gas Gotta run fast, got to one last shot for the clip Run down, got the window down in the bin locked out Flip a bitch, go round, there it is, slow down Cock click, goes bop Heads in the clouds, I come back down with you I take a bow, keep up. Shoe shine, catch bitch gear, tap the cruise I'm in the news tide wait. Zoom chokes, so and you'll soon find out like I'm doing right now. Living in the past, heard a knock one day, chilling out the path, about a block away. I hop and a skip, only walk one way down the boulevard, looking hard. Talk shit fades, giving day, wishing never state. Pitching them rocks and shots at clay, pinch trays, missing every day. Inches into gray, shit is way different. Winning from the streets of memory, laying it back on your feet. Guess you better get a name or you'll be back. Best believe that, just bleed tracks trying to feed back. Got trees past hell's. to call the gang getting low now. Waiting for the day I can show how it was. raised front run, never top 10. On the last lap, like my odds, thin down the home stretch. Closing in, I'm gonna catch up. When the going gets rough, I'm gonna give up I know if five with you. I come back out.